Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Guys, thanks so much for coming back on the Enlighten Up uh, show. I am here with returning guest and friend, Laura Eisenhower. Welcome back, Laura. Thanks for having me, Nicole. It's so good to be here. It's so good to have you here. And I am so excited because we've got a lot of great information to bring everyone today. And it's going to be a really action-packed cosmic show. Uh, guys, okay, you got me on. All right, good. And the audience. Guys, I'm going to let you know we will be taking questions later on. So you know the deal. If you have a question, just type the word question in cap locks in the chat and uh, I will get to it and ask Laura your question. So Laura, you and I uh, were talking last week that uh, you and I have both been noticing some very interesting things with the energies. You talked about having a lot of synchronicities, like really wild synchronicities coming up. Do you want to just kind of talk about, let the audience know what you've been experiencing lately that seems to be a really big boost? Yeah, synchronicities, uh, just friends that it's like, I feel like I've known them forever and they come into my life and it's like one conversation. It's almost, I feel this way with you as well. It's like, and I'm sure others can relate. You know, you have one conversation and next thing you know, it's it's like you're super tight. It's just like, it's not, it's not uncomfortable. It doesn't feel foreign. It doesn't feel, you know, like you have to put a lot of effort into, you know, creating an understanding. I mean, there's a part of me that's very resistant to even getting to know people because I'm so used to that, that these synchronicities have been amazing. Like, uh, like Joel, uh, Christopher, oh, man, what is his last name? He, he's a Joel Christopher. I'm sorry. I, I got to look it up. He's a art. He was an artist or still is an artist for Disney. Oh, pain P A Y N E. That's kind of an example. So when we look at like Disney, we all know that there's a hugely dark component to it. And it's not, not a whole lot of us are a stranger to the concept of child trafficking and sex trafficking. And he wasn't like involved in any of that. Cause he's a con, you know, he's contracted and he, you know, was able to work from home, but man, he, he, he dropped some serious downloads and that was a really interesting synchronicity. Cause I did an event with him maybe years ago and he just came across my radar and I was like, boom, let's have a conversation. Four hours later, we had a four hour conversation. I'm like, Oh, so I didn't even expect to bring him up tonight, but that kind of stuff. Uh, interesting things, you know, as far as like in my own personal world, with uh, certain products, I'm going to be doing a live stream tomorrow with Touchstone Essentials about a product that literally rids the bloodstream of heavy metals, uh, helps to reverse vaccination damage and all the things that we're dealing with. And it's also opening up business opportunities for people. And what's really cool is, you know, we're, we're very assaulted in this human realm, constantly dealing with things that just want to dumb us down and take us down. So it's, it's such a great stand to, you know, get involved in this kind of thing. Cause 
we, we deserve to experience our physical vessel in the way that it was designed to be. You know, we, 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 we deserve to not have these things running through our system that connects us into the AI and the mind control. And, and what's crazy is so many friendships and partnerships are breaking up in these times. Cause it's like, Oh, what you support Trump or you support Biden or black lives matter or this or that. It's like literally almost becomes this breakup point where, you know, we, 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 we've almost lost the point. So for those that think that they're absolutely right in what they believe in, they don't want to be friends with somebody that doesn't agree. But then there's something else about the truth frequency, which literally aligns you with an energetic that helps you to, you know, thrive and experience synchronicity. So when I experience it, I'm like, oh, thank God, you know, it's like, I hope the universe doesn't like shut me down or shut me up or, <laughs> you know, it's like, even if you're going to take down, uh, you know, a page that I have or try and censor me, you know, that, that is not where the magic of the universe exists anyway, you know, but we can infuse it with our magic and we can make a lot of great things happen. But it's been a mixture for the last couple of weeks of, you know, a certain level of loss. But then I realized, you know, the more they try and stop truth, the louder it gets, mm -hmm. you know, because it doesn't rely on belief systems. It doesn't rely on uh, an interested crowd that's just going to support it. It stands on its own. So we can either align with it or lose it. And, and to me, you know, it's getting real clear uh, what that actually means. And, and yes, it can change, you know, relationships, but, you know, truth is also unconditional and it's connected to love. It's like, you know, it's not a judgmental, like harsh kind of thing. And that's why I'm so surprised that people are like, I could go too far with all this, but, you know, people are literally uh, negating love you know, to prove a point, but I also understand that there needs to be boundaries, you know, I mean, I've been more expressive of my support of the Trump administration mm -hmm. because just like in 2016, when Hillary was running, uh, it was like, whatever about Trump, she cannot win. I just, mean <laughs> that. like, I just, I'm like, Oh, but you're all about the divine feminine. I can't believe you're shutting down a woman. It's like, seriously, people, the divine feminine is in everyone, male and female, you know? And it's just like, the divine feminine does not exist in Hillary Clinton. <laughs> right. Sorry exactly. to burst your bubble there. But, you know, it's it's interesting that you say that this idea of, um, you know, truth coming through and also being that that alignment of truth also brings through a lot of synchronicity right now and I find more than ever because you you talked about there being a lot of loss but as well like all these beautiful things coming together in alignment and I've been noticing the very same thing there for me obviously there's been a lot of loss um you know and I I mean I literally lost a friend to um COVID-19 unfortunately um a few weeks ago but you know, like I, the, what I understand right now, because there's such an attack on our own sovereignty that right now, more than ever, you have to stand up for what you believe in, in a way that exercises your own sovereign rights and knows that your boundaries are very clear. And that comes down to a very, it comes down to also the emotional level and the, the energetic level, spiritual level and mental level, physical level, all levels. And so if you feel like you're having to sacrifice some of your own boundaries, 
then I feel like you're falling out of alignment with where the energy is really pulling us right now. You're going to have a little bit of a harder time. It doesn't mean you're getting left behind or anything, but you're probably going to experience less synchronicity and a little bit more difficulty because I've had to make some very difficult decisions over the last few weeks uh, that, uh, you know, I think back to like my old self who didn't have good boundaries. I would have not maybe made these decisions back then. And I would have had to learn the lesson a little bit more of a hard way. But right now, because if we're willing to stand in our own truth and make the more difficult decisions and perhaps even make them with more clarity and and more um, uh, like with swiftness, you know, I just keep seeing that sword, the Ace of Swords, uh, my Archangel Michael sword, just like cutting through the BS and creating a whole new reality for yourself. And that's what's really happening right now. Yeah, very true. Well, you know, when it comes to energy, there's mind viruses. I mean, if there's a placebo effect with creating like a healing result in a person, there's the opposite, which is the propaganda and, and, and the things that like literally begin to hook into the creative channels and create like a reality that, um, has been induced or engineered. And, uh, and that's been in the work for, you know, a really long time. And, you know, this, this virus does exist, but yeah. And, you know, there might be a reason why somebody doesn't make it because of some other, you know, health issues, but you know, it's not to undermine the fact that it doesn't exist. It's just, is this crisis going to help us to get closer to ourselves, closer to mother earth or further away? And I just feel like the fear part of it is what knocks us out of the flow of mm -hmm. synchronicity and yeah. divine flow. And when the fear like overtakes a person and it's, and like literally people are making decisions out of that fear or shaming and blaming and, and this and that because of this reason or that reason, um, that, that is a, you know, a huge loss, you know, and it comes down to that person to be able to break that relationship. It's like, it's like going to uh, a gathering and noticing that somebody that you really love and respect is with an abusive narcissistic partner, whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, it doesn't matter. And, and you can see that, but you can't really do anything. And they're, they're so convinced or, 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 or led to believe that they're so much less than they actually are that this person is literally, you know, becoming a host for this parasitic program. And, and, and they get that that's project mockingbird and all these different things that took place <clears throat> over the course of a long period of time, they were studying this in order to be able to create the most ultimate psychological operations where they could literally create consent, you know, where we would end up consenting on some level because of our belief systems. It's like, but at the same time, it doesn't negate, you know, the real stories where somebody's taken down. Does it mean they're mind controlled if they died? No, not necessarily. Um, but when we look at all the reasons that anybody passes away, it's like, do we give that much attention to a stroke, a heart attack? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we're, we're born to die, but at the same time, we're here to lift the veil between life and death, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and these yeah. challenges are helping us to figure that out. But when we're locked in the birth canal, to, literally to the point where we're, we're in a cocoon and they build a prison wall around the cocoon, when it's time to emerge as a butterfly, it's like, oh, why can't I come out? Why can't I get out? You know, 
we got, we got to check ourselves because we're dealing with a completely different energy than what the system and our government show. I do feel good about the Trump administration, so I have nothing negative to say about that, but it's, it's, it's so beyond politics. It's, it's the television, it's the media, it's, 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 it's the indoctrination that we've been exposed to, yeah, from the minute we got, sh- yeah. we got birthed by our mom. I know. It's the separation factor, you know? It's like on steroids right now. Just separate, separate, separate. Um, it's, it's really wild, but at the same time, and I've talked about this on a couple of shows and on my, a couple of videos, and I'd love to hear what your perspective is on it, is that I feel that as we're being taken through this heightened time of chaos, uh, and there is a lot of separation happening for those who don't understand what's happening on like, you know, that spiritual level that we're actually able to capitalize on the energies to our own benefit uh, to activate ourselves even faster through riding the wave of the chaos in a weird way. Like that's the message I've been getting. And I've got a few like channeled messages that I received last night in meditation. I was kind of like, okay, I wanted to go in. I, I knew we were doing the show and I, I knew what you and I had talked about earlier. And I kind of wanted to see what guidance I was getting or messages, which I'll kind of go into. And we, maybe you and I can elaborate on some of them, but before I do, like, how do you feel about, you know, kind of capitalizing on the chaotic energies for, in a way where I feel like it's like, you know, we're talking about alchemy, like you alchemize the energies to transform them and make them of benefit. Well, the capitalizing, well, it's taking advantage of a growth period. So if somebody's experienced trauma, like if we bring it down to an individual, you know, cause the micro macro connection is so huge. You know, somebody went through a traumatic event, there's going to be predators that are going to try and feed into that pain or that uh, loss of self or, you know, maybe even self-blame. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's like trauma is sort of the name of the game. That's kind of how the parasite enters. If you're traumatized and you don't even realize, you know, how traumatized you are, it's a breeding ground for the archonic system. And because it starts so young, the indoctrination and the uh, targeting of our food, our air, our water, everything, um, it creates this terrain for these other energies to enter. And it disguises it with, oh yeah, you know, go to high school and, you know, do your thing and follow this trend and watch this and do that. And it's like, and, and that, and that's, you know, not necessarily a terrible thing, but when, when, the ability to process the bigger picture is is forgotten, you know, then it, it, it almost casts a vote for a very false system that has not included our galactic history and the truth as far as sciences are concerned about our junk DNA. So we're, we're, we're literally being taught to negate ourselves. And it takes so much to overcome that because of how it impacts our self-esteem growing mm-hmm. up. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, if I, if I go outside of the box, I'm, you know, my friends are criticizing me and like, you know, and even to this day, I mean, I think a lot of people can relate, you know, once you start to enter into this other zone, the people that used to be there are necessarily going to be there anymore. So we're rebuilding our sense of self-worth. And a lot of it has to do with understanding the importance of sovereignty. You know, you don't need 
anybody to validate you. We've been taught that that's what we require, you know, to get that reward, to get that degree, to get that approval. Well, can't we just give that to ourselves? Like what, whatever happened to, you know, we don't see dolphins sitting there like, you know, and over analyzing themselves and going to dolphin school to figure out how to be a dolphin. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're just dolphins. Why are we literally going through these indoctrination programs to learn what it means to be human when most of it is anti-life programs mm -hmm. and it doesn't help us to actually thrive. All it does is helps us to, uh, feed uh this 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 terrible you know kind of system so when we come into this world you know we have to have that breakthrough and yeah it's going to create issues and we're going to lose friends and family but truth has an unconditional love nature and i think you know when one is really connected to truth you know there's going to be ultimate forgiveness i mean even my ex got in touch with me recently and i'm like dude everything's cool i totally forgive you and i love you you know, and he's going through a hard time. It's, and I feel a lot stronger in myself when I go through that. It's like, wow, Laura, you know, this guy like really messed up your world. He, he, he was like the worst thing that ever happened to you. I hope he's not listening to it. It's like, at least I have a bunch of exes. It's like, which one, which one am I talking about? But anyway, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we have to re-educate ourselves to get to know ourselves, you know? And, 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 and not rely on this outer like authority because this planet, it's a very, very incredible planet, but the cosmic Trinity is very much a part of the physical creation of this particular planet. And through all this different satanic ritual abuse and these reversals and scrambling our fire codes in our DNA and also tampering with sacred geometries through osmosis, we pick up these things, you know, even if we rebel against it, we're still struggling with it. So we have to like step back, see a much larger picture. And, uh, and I, I, and I feel that when people get there and they see that larger picture, their sense of compassion and forgiveness is super strong, but then they get really fired up and they're the biggest bitches. You don't want to fuck with me. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like anybody who wants to mess with me, it's like, don't even go there. But you want to freaking wake up enough to see the destruction that you're causing? Of course, I'm going to forgive you. I love you. I've always loved you. Do I have all the answers? Hell no. But it's a frequency, right? It's like yeah. it sustains us. And, and you are a master of that. I mean, you always glow. You've been doing this for a long time and you get the alchemy part. So that's why I'm so thrilled to be here with you. Cause you get that, you know, it's like, it, it, it's, it's, it's like the ego doesn't need to die, but it needs to surrender to these greater aspects of ourself. And when it can, I think it's just such a beautiful thing. And, uh, but some want to hold the narrative because they invested so much of their self identity into these programs that if somebody were to say, oh, that's all a lie, they, it's like, it's a death. And they don't know, can I rebirth? Can I still be in this physical body? That's why a lot of people die. But we can bust down the programming of even death and aging when we lose the program because the program is actually what is responsible for us aging and dying. And, and, and because our higher spiritual awareness knows a programming cannot continue. It's, 
the being has to die and go back into the purity of source energy. But when we can actually wake up while maintaining a physical body, then we don't have to go through that. We've already died a bunch of times, but we're able to still hold the physical vessel. And then we start to move from, you know, carbon-based to crystalline, but it's not mm. going to happen overnight. No, no. And everyone's loving what you're putting down right now in the chat. It's basically like a hell yeah, Laura <laughs> energy in, in the chat right now. So um, thanks everyone. And uh, thanks Lucia for putting Laura's information there in the chat. So, you know, I completely agree with you on all of that. It was so well said, so well described. You put everything in perspective there in such a great way as you always do. And, you know, when we talk about these times of energetic um, upgrades and, and growth periods and everything that we're kind of really going through because I don't think everyone completely understands how incredibly wild 2020 is um, astrologically. Like there are so many major like tr um, transits this month that are like life changing. Uh, and we started off with the most alchemizing one of the Saturn Pluto conjunction in January. So that really just kind of kicked everything off. Now, what I've understood the like, because September, something really shifted. I, I would, I actually want to say end of August, but really the whole month of September was a big shift. And one of the things that I've been seeing is that it's almost like what I was picking up is that, you know, we have on the surface, you know, the surface world here, not underground, not underwater. On the surface world, we have all these contracts and we are living out these lives here and we have different um, missions to, to put out. But Right now, I'm feeling like there's a unification, like the, the, how do I say this? Beings, energies from the other realms of underground, underwater, are starting to unify with us. And I'm seeing this unity where we're coming together to engage in the mission simultaneously. And one of the things that I got in my meditation yesterday was, let me just see where I've put it here. Um, uh, okay, so they gave me this shooting star um, analogy uh, that it's only rare until you choose to be present, connect and are open to seeing a shooting star. This is much like what is happening for many of you connecting in the unseen realms. You've shifted your perception to not come from your two eyes, but your third eye, more will see. And it's that this, um, they said it's the love vibration that many of us are starting to really connect to, like alchemizing a lot of the trauma and the suffering and doing our own healing, our own inner child work. They say the love vibration has risen to a point now where communication with other dimensions is much more possible. We call it interdimensional play. And we have noticed that more and more of you are playing with us. There is help now interdimensionally that is more available than ever before. So what have you, have you, how do you, how does that resonate with you? Or do you have any insight in your own messaging that's come through? Oh, that's so cool. Um, God, you ask such great questions. <laughs> like, ah, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't want to, you know, pat myself on the back and sound like, you know, I'm giving myself credit where it's not due, but like at a really young age, just like a lot of kids, 
I felt really connected to these downloads that were literally preparing me for these times. And, um, and they were, you know, also saying it's not going to be easy and, you know, they're going to try and drag you away, which they did in 2006, uh, to go off planet. And I'm not saying that those are the bad guys. And I almost feel bad. It's like, nobody's trying to make you the bad guys, but I had to disclose this story you know, back in 2010 on a public level, because everything fell into place and said, this is what you need to expose to people is that they are, you know, they are using the earth energies and things on a larger picture level to create, you know, this artificial timeline that they are convinced of, you know, it's like, what we need to exit the planet because of cataclysms. And, and then I was like, what about harp and Gwen towers and chemtrails? I don't think anything is legit as long as that's going on, right? So, you know, we're the micro of the macro. We are the living planet and we're multidimensional. And and it's a 15-dimensional time matrix as far as I'm concerned with the cosmic trinity. You know, anybody could argue that doesn't bother me. It's like that's just what I've, you know, been able to, you know, understand and figure out and it makes sense. So what I've been noticing is people feeling a lot more aligned with that. You know, but the struggle that I feel is, you know, kind of like, I don't want to say I run out of patience because, oh, I have it all figured out. I'm so impatient with all these asleep people. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but, you know. Well, apparently you have more patience after 4 p.m. <laughs> oh, you saw that post. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. I'm not an afternoon person. After 4 p.m. And see, we're after 4 p.m. And I'm. Yeah. You're yeah, I'm, I'm just, I just, I'm. <sighs> Obviously, I talk fast for a reason. It's like, I feel like I'm moving so quickly, but the density is so slow, right? And I know a lot of us can relate to this, but it was so crazy when it was coming in when I was a child. Like, like I'm supposed to just be a normal child and like, you know, what, one of the most significant things that happened in first grade, I befriended this person named Matthew uh, that brought dolls to school. And I was like, Oh my God, he's such a great father. And this and that, he was bullied. He was mistreated. And, and we kind of like formed this little like first grade marriage and we were taking care of these like babies that were dolls. And one day he took off his hat and had a scar or the stitches going across the study. He goes, I have a brain tumor. And I was like, what? I was like, I couldn't even like process what I was seeing. And he ended up dying. He didn't, come to school. And I, and I was so upset because he had been so mistreated and I, I freaking loved him. And then he was like my spirit guide for a while. And he was like, you know, yeah, I don't want to get all emotional, but I guess what I'm seeing is I don't, I don't want to lose the momentum of what I know I'm here to do. And at times I feel like, you know, I don't have all the answers, but there's something Okay, I guess the most the biggest deal is my what 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 my work has been about is 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 the mother earth energy, the consciousness of this planet, the story the the true story behind how we ended up here and the way that we're here with all this wildlife, all the herbs, all this medicine. And then we have this like weird government, you know, that Yo, I think Trump's, you know, a good leader for these times. So, anyway, sorry everybody if you don't like that. But, but to me, the real leader is the consciousness of this planet, right? And, uh, 
And that, that, that I, I will always stand for it. And I see people more and more understanding like, okay, you're a micro version of this macro thing, you know, and it's not about, you know, necessarily president, but we definitely don't want Biden. So excuse me. Uh, no, it's like, so I find myself very often like reaching out to, you know, the Kennedys and the Trumps and nobody's writing me back. And I'm like, dude, you know, I'm an Eisenhower. Like, does that mean anything necessarily? No, but I'm like, man, nobody wants to listen to me as far as they're concerned. And that's fine. I, I get it. It's like, I miss messages all the time. But what I can safely say is there's a bridging happening to help us recognize that it's actually our mother earth, this planetary consciousness and this planet that is helping us to ascend. And if we can begin to recognize that and, and go through the initiations on an internal level to step up to the plate, we're, we're, we're gonna like feel way more in charge of our own reality, but, it, it, but, but it's not ego control, it's, it's, it's resonance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, Vaporama, the Vaporama saying, Laura's cracking me up tonight. I love her mood. <laughs> Yeah, I love it too. You feel like you feel um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like you're not holding yourself back. You know, you're just letting yourself flow. So I love that. Um, I'm pretty good at that. I'm very transparent. It's like, you know, I don't have my shit together. But I don't think any of us do at this point. You know, we're all kind of blindly trying to figure it all out. Try, you know, just throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Um, Okay, so this is um, this is the other thing that I've gotten with the uprising, um, you know, because I do feel like the energies are very much amping up. And I mean, this has been a theme. We, this isn't something new for 2020, uh, but it just feels like it's really continuing to amp up. And so one of the other messages that I got, um, the uprising, the unseen realms are unifying with the seen realms. The unity consciousness is breaking through the time-space barrier more and more, moment to moment. Use this to your advantage if you wish. It is available. The gates are open for those ready to cross the threshold. Are you ready? We think you are. Come now, be still. In the stillness you are found. Remembered for who you, remembered for who you truly are. Don't be shy in your activations and newly discovered gifts. This is great power that lies within that is very much needed during this time. Um, you know, this is something that I'm seeing because I'm noticing, you know, I have my alchemy group and I see a bunch of you guys in the live chat right now. And one of the things that we work on is helping people not just activate their gifts, but become comfortable with their gifts. You know, how, what would you say to people who definitely are seeing these activations or feeling these activations, experiencing these activations, but aren't comfortable using them? Well, <clears throat> star seeds and advanced souls have always been targeted by society. That is a huge part of the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, you have ADD. Oh, you're dyslexic. Oh, you know, you're coming up with these great ideas and you're, you know, you're not sitting still in class. Oh my God. Yeah. I was that person. Right. And, uh, so I know, uh, I can't even believe, you know, I've been able to do presentations all around the world. It's like, seriously, I'm, I'm so used to being like mistreated, like, oh, you're stupid. And, uh, you know, just shut up, just shut up. And I'm, this is not an attack or a complaint about my, you know, family, but Eisenhower was always very close to me. And same with certain family members that were like, no, I see something really special in you. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I see something really special in everybody. And, you know, the, 
the, the, the, literally insecurity for most people is a feeling of lack and, and being an astrologer. What I've noticed is that feeling of lack is actually, they just don't feel welcome. They're not given permission and they're like the most advanced and genius souls. And they're just like, Oh, well, I can't bring it in because I'll be punished or I'll be mistreated or I'll lose, you know, this person or that person. And, and, and basically there's a certain conditioning that a lot of people are breaking through that make it very uncomfortable to be spiritually advanced. And so those gifts and abilities actually turn on that person and it becomes toxic. You know, there's so many clients that I've been working with where I'm literally like turning around this internalization of like, you know, self-hatred, guilt, shame, um, you know, my abilities and my gifts have always been a problem and I have to do it this way. And they're, you know, it's like, you're not going to get a degree. Like, okay. For example, when you go to the guidance counselor, are they like, oh, wow, you know, you make a really great shaman or, you know, energy healer. No, it's like, you're either this, 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 or that, you know, that's a huge portion of the population that has literally fallen into this weird, like persona and, 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 and they've become the lost souls. But at the same time, it's like the minute you say, I don't think so. And I, and I have to say what saved me is being in the wilderness for a super long time. I'm like, I always failed in school. I was like the shittiest student, but why am I like thriving as a wilderness expedition leader? It's like, I felt like, I, am I trying to prove something? Is that why I'm doing well? I'm no, maybe, but so what? We, we, we put ourselves through those kind of things. But do I want to take a bunch of kids out into the wilderness? No, I was like, no, no, no. I don't want the, the responsibility. I'm already a mother of twins. Well, that came later. I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, there's a lot of insecurity with star seeds and some of the most advanced souls have the lowest self-esteem and my heart goes out to them. And uh, part of why I do what I do is to help them to emerge. But that's the way the school system is. If you're not going to sit still, if you're not going to listen, if you don't get an A plus on this test or, oh no, you're not in the advanced program. Now you're, you're going to be on the short bus. It's like, I'm sorry, some of the greatest geniuses you're putting on the short bus you know, even if there are physical issues, there's not enough addressing of the true soul behind it and their reasoning behind coming into that experience. We're in a personality matrix. That's why we call it 3D. But when it comes down to it, 3D only represents our lower chakras, survival, emotional reaction, and how we relate to our own sense of power or disempowerment there's not a whole lot of encouragement to go anywhere else, but in our biological vessel, we're drawn to create love relationships. We're drawn to, you know, support things that our heart is connected to, but that's where the astral parasites come in. You know, we, we have to go beyond like the seven chakra system, but it's not taught in school. So if no. you're going to go there, you're going to be like literally shamed and insulted. So I, I, what's crazy about my life path is I'm going to do it anyway. And I never expected to get, love and support for it <laughs> yeah well, and i'll never so ever ever like acclimate into it I, I i'm always that like lower laura where i'm i'm like oh my god like people actually listen to me like i'm still like this insecure and troubled person <laughs> i wish i could <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying to heal 
We all are. We all and we all have those insecurities, regardless of what anyone's perception is of, of anyone. We have, we've all got them. Just some of us hide them and some of us put them out for show, you know. And, you know, you said something there that's really important. I think you talked about how this is a personality matrix that we're in. And the one thing that I love is that the personality means you get to create your personal reality. So in this matrix, we do have that opportunity and that's where alchemy comes in and self alchemy and knowing that you get to transform your reality to benefit and support you in all of your higher aspects that get um, dumbed down or uh, rejected in this current existence, you know, like what we're dealing with right now in 3D. And that's why it's so important for us to do our healing and to get really honest and have enough courage to go into the shadows, to go in and find, you know, kind of creep into the dark crevices and find out what's lurking in there, what's hiding, what, what, what needs our attention and really connect in that manner because you literally do have such incredible power to transform anything. And at these times, I feel like the transformation can be quantum, like in an instant, in many cases. It doesn't mean that healing happens overnight. You know, like it's, it's, it, it is a journey and it is a forever journey. I don't believe it stops one second of the moment we're on this planet. <laughs> but it's, that's such a huge part of it. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we start to lose the priority, we get distracted. Distraction is like the worst thing. You know, it comes through the media, it comes through the news and it's it like hooks in and it like literally infiltrates a person's creative channels where they're literally fighting something that they're helping to create. That they're literally, you know, in this feedback loop that uh, isn't really getting them anywhere. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I know how it feels to have zero self-worth, but at the same time, it's like, I have some sort of self-worth that will not allow anybody to ever harm me again. And I'm glad that I've gone through what I've gone through. Cause you know, even though I might not be able to be like, Oh, Laura, you're just such an awesome fuck. I figured out something though that has closed off the ability for predators to, you know, get to me. So, you know, knock on wood tomorrow, I'll probably be like, Oh my God, Nicole, I just got attacked by a predator, but I'm trying to say like, no, I, I don't feel like a victim. I mean, I feel like it's all been this great training, uh, because I see the larger picture and yes. Okay. You can't escape seeing the larger picture if you're born to a presidential family. Cause it's like, all right, <laughs> Eisenhower is obviously like a household name and he was president, but it's like, okay, well, I came into this family to sort out what he and that administration couldn't expose and no other family members doing that. Like, what? yeah, you're <laughs> carrying the torch. And I don't, they're not mad at me, but mm -hmm. I think they're like, you know, our lives were threatened and, 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 you know, so yeah, my life has been threatened. No big deal. My life is threatened walking down the street. I just, I refuse to fear death. Well, that's I'm not saying that they fear death and that's why they weren't willing to have a voice, but in Eisenhower's administration, my mom and my aunts and uncles, you know, there's four of them. They knew, uh, that there was something to figure out. It, it had to take the next generation 
Uh, but I'm like, it's, it's, it's such a worse death to live a lie or to keep my mouth shut. I mean, I told you before we went on camera, like sometimes I'm like, I'm not suicidal, but I'm like, dude, I, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I just don't want to do this anymore. And my heart breaks and I cry and I freaking cry. And I'm like, didn't you, are, aren't you done crying? And then, um, no, like keep going. And guess what keeps me going? Beautiful people like you. Boom. Oh, and then I'm I like, know. it's, it's, it's the connections that we make in this community where like I see like just when you're in your low you can look and there's someone who's inspiring you and um like almost like energetically like late putting their hand out and saying I've got you because it's so true this journey is extremely difficult it's challenging and at times it does get to that point where you feel like you just can't go on I know I've been there as well and you yeah, just I'm like there completely a lot yeah, well, we we got to keep you out of there, then, Laura. Oh, no, no, it's all good. No, but like I go there, but I don't take it seriously. I'm like, oh, no, it's just a side effect. Yeah. I would well, never yeah. like there's so many times. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm going outside if you don't mind. No, go, go. All right. There's so many times where I was just like, oh, my God, there's my two children. Oh, my God. They're such strapping. They're over six, four. Oh, hey. my goodness. Yeah. I, anyway, yeah. Um, all right. I know we're on a, a call here. I need to get my shit together. And it's like the light coming through the window, just that alone. It's like, it's more almost a joke I play on myself. It's like, oh, you're done. You're done. It's like, ha ha. Like, no, no, you're going through this process and you're going to come out the other end and everything's going to be okay. But when I'm in it, it's, it, it's very real. And I, and I acknowledge it. And I work with clients all the time that, you know, it's way worse, but it's almost like I get empathic overload and like, I, I, I've been, oh, and I said this in a show I did recently and this is real quick, everybody. When I was a kid, I, I, I would put all the stuffed animals on the bed. If I put one of them on the bed and the rest of them were left out, I was like, this is bullshit. No, we're going to have every freaking stuffed animal on the bed. And I slept on the floor and my mom would come in. She would see this bed with all these stuffed animals. And I was like, you know, curled up with a freaking blanket. I don't know, like an army blanket on the floor. And, and, and I've always been the same person. Like, I don't really feel like I ever woke up or changed, but, but, but I've learned to love myself more or appreciate myself more. Cause my worst issue is self-destruction. It's like, I, I'm not going to go out and go to war, but I, I, uh, I, I've had to learn how to, you know, take good care of myself and, you know, do myself in. And, you know, I'm a recovering addict of, I don't know, like, I think alcohol has been my worst. Do you, you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Well, I think we've all had moments. I mean, I've been very transparent on my channel, too, that I was... <laughs> Um, you know, my 20s and my, I want to say my first half of my 30s, I was, I lived a very debaucherous lifestyle. I mean, I was, I was a club kid. I was a bartender. Um, I, I, you know, just drinking and partying all the time. And then I moved to the islands and I thought I was getting away from it all. And after mm, about a year of pretty much staying virtually sober, um, I just 
fell back into all the partying and, and it was just one big party fest, you know, until I was about 35. And that's when I started to really go through another deep phase of awakening and realizing this is so destructive. Like, why am I hating on myself so much that I'm doing this to myself? And, it, you know, it, whether it was through alcohol or sex with just random people, you know, just totally disrespecting myself, totally taking away all of the sacredness of who I am. And, you know, but sometimes we have to go to those places in order to see how dark it is and then be able to know what the opposite effect of light is. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like my own self-judgment was the greatest teacher and it wasn't really coming from society or necessarily even my parents. I'm like, if, if this was a really good thing for me, I don't think I would be judging it, but I literally felt it in my soul. I'm like, this is terrible. Like literally, like you, you, you don't even remember how you got here or mm -hmm. well in a certain place I'd wake up and like, I, I was a blackout drinker for a long time. It's like, I have no idea like how the hell I ended up with this fucking I can't believe I'm telling, I've never shared this publicly. Hello, everybody. Laura. <laughs> Nicole brings out authentic. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. You know, oh, to terrible, make you, to make you feel any better, I had the same, same things. I would have, I black, I'd black out after a certain point. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And that actually scares me. That actually scared me is when I would get to those points. So sometimes you need those catalysts to, to totally go there and, 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 and I know that there's, you know what, I don't know anyone who hasn't been on this, who is on this journey, hasn't gone to that kind of darkness in some form or fashion, whether it's, you know, alcohol or drugs or something else that they use to abuse their body. You know, like some people cut themselves. Like there's so many different things that we do to traumatize ourselves or to totally put us into a, a different place. And you know, we just have to, we just have to really kind of stay very, like you said, non-judgmental of the journey and understand that we've gone there in order to learn certain lessons and see how dark it gets so that we can then bring in the opposite effect of light. You know, the alchemy right there. You just nailed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about this very auspicious transit coming up in about, well, six weeks or so. And uh, that is the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction on December 21st. To me, it feels very auspicious. For one, this conjunction makes it the brightest star. When Jupiter and Saturn come together, it makes it the brightest star in the sky since like the star of Bethlehem. And it hasn't come this, you know, Saturn and Pluto, they make this conjunction every 20 years or so, but they haven't come this close it's almost an exact zero degree conjunction. Well, it's on the zero degrees of Aquarius, which is its own another auspicious um, thing. But, you know, it hasn't come this close since I believe it's 1623. Uh, I'm curious what information you have on this conjunction, because I've been getting some information for that. Right. Well, yeah, in, in the sign of Aquarius, it hasn't happened since uh, 1405, as far as my resources uh, that's a long time ago. And it was basically the movement from the middle ages into the Renaissance period, right? It was a huge, it, it, it does represent a huge paradigm shift. And because Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, it has this huge awakening factor, but just like any planet, you know, there's a shadow side to it. And, and the cabal is always seeking to bind us to the shadow part of it. So the shadow part of Uranus and Aquarius is transhumanism and dark technologies because 
the true essence of the higher levels of Aquarius and Uranus are the recognition that we are the most advanced technologies and through being sovereign and through going through a process of awakening, you know, that electrical energy literally, you know, begins to upgrade us. If we have no connection with that part of ourselves, it's very easy to be like, oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, AI and transhumanism, I'm just going to sit there and like stare at my phone all day and just be absorbed into this dark technology. And of course, you know, there's always going to be this villain, but you know, it's actually a greater love story. That's a part of our DNA. It's like, when are you going to, you know, okay, we all have to go through the dark night of the soul, you know, the, the hero part of us and the divine, you know, whatever is going to have to go through these initiations, but why does most fairy tales end with happily ever after? It's actually a story of our DNA. If we can divorce ourselves from the imposters and recognize who the imposters are, then we're not dumbed down anymore. It's when we don't know who's who and we can't see clearly that we get captured into this thing. And yes, when we awaken, yeah, the targeting gets really bad. It's like, oh, no, no, now, yeah, you're part of that hero's journey and all these things are going to you know, try and sabotage you which is better than being unconscious, right? It's way better to, to feel attacked in your awakening process than to be so dumbed down and unconscious that it literally has infected you completely and totally. So as we move through all of that, it's, it's also us facing our own shadow, ancestral patterns, societal programs, you know, you name it. Uh, but, but the beauty is when we come out the other end, we've literally become the override frequency and there's no archon or, 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 or entity outside of ourselves that can hook in anymore. I mean, to me, like, why don't we just be spiritual athletes instead of sp spiritual fucking wusses, right? You know, I mean, when we see an obstacle, why, why, why be a victim to it? I mean, grant yourself that opportunity to like overcome it. And, 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 and doing that, you share that vibration with everybody else. So, but there's no blame, shame, or judgment. If, if you do hit your head against the wall and you, you know, cower away from it in fear, but don't make that your life philosophy. I mean, you know, just get up and do it again. I mean, you know what I love about the wilderness field, uh, being an expedition leader is the only true, leaders that could actually teach somebody something were the ones that got stung by the poisonous creatures and dealt with the biggest storms. They had enough of a background of dealing with the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst with the motivation and, you know, tenacity to overcome it, that they're able to hold the hand of the slowest hiker and be an amazing guide. And I use this metaphor a lot with a lot of my sessions, but, you know, we're, we're all allowed to be who we are, even if it means that we're gonna be a victim to this reality for a long time, there's no judgment. But the waking, the awakening part of it to me is, wait, I can shift my perspective of how I see this reality and I can actually be really heroic over, you know, things that took place in your own world. And then you give that frequency to the collective consciousness and you help it to raise the vibration. It's not about sitting there all enlightened. No, you know, the badass warriors that, uh, you know, might've come in with an enlightened perspective, you know, I don't, I don't feel like they, 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 they try and ditch 
the calling and, and just escape somewhere just to like what levitate, you know, I mean, we got to pat ourselves on the back. A lot of us for being willing to immerse ourselves in a very, very ugly and traumatic struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, but we can do well if we have forgiveness and compassion, particularly, you know, for ourselves. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that we've been preparing lifetimes for this one and that we've gone through so many trials and tribulations in order to have all of the wisdom and the courage to execute the mission that we've chosen for this one, which is a pretty big one. You know, this one, it, 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 it stacks up there on, on some of the bigger ones that, that we're doing. And I think, you know, with this whole idea of this conjunction, what I've, what I've, um, the messages that I got for it, because it's interesting, it's happening on the zero degrees of Aquarius. And it's nice that we now have Jupiter out of Capricorn on that date. And, um, Saturn, you know, is the, is the teacher. It brings in a lot of lessons for more wisdom and Jupiter amplifying all of that in an air sign. So now all of the Saturn, conjunctions a Saturn Pluto conjunctions will be happening in air signs because we just did 200 years of earth signs now they're going to be 200 years of air signs and what I received was that on this 12 12 21 portal which is the winter solstice so it carries a lot of energy already the star you know is in the tarot is the healing card it comes in after the tower when there's been a huge disruption um a huge um something had to fall apart had to fall away and i kind of get this i understanding or interpretation that this day is going to or this moment this conjunction is going to be a catalyst in some way for one a lot of healing but also what i got was Um, ancient activations, ancient assistance, and awakening more star codes within you uh, on this portal. And and not just on the portal, but it's almost like it's it's the, it's the initiation, you know, and, and, and it's and it's going to drive that forward for a lot of people. Remember, everyone, um, zero degrees is the is the neutral point. It's the zero point. It's the point of uni- unity. Here is the best number. It's like the inner so child. With zero, I mean, it's the fool card and the tarot, right? It's like the ability to fall down and get back up again. It's like, yeah, there's no self judgment. It's zero. Yeah. So I feel like when you take the fool card and you take the star card and you bring them together, um, like to me, there's that kind of energy percolating through this conjunction in a really beautiful way. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I'm glad yeah. you're giving attention to it. It is December 21st is when the conjunction's really tight. And, you know, we, we, we all hold a frequency that impacts the collective. And when we can ride the organic flow of what this all means, as far as finding that wholeness in the acceptance of nothingness, you know, not giving your power away, just, you know, there might be all sorts of disappointing things that happen. I mean, a lot of the traumas that we go through sometimes, I feel are directing us back to ourself. You know, why is it not working out? Why is this, you know, because we're giving our power away. So of course it's not gonna work out, you know, and, and we can see the best in people when we are standing in a stronger foundation within. And 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 that 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 was kind of like a huge deal as far as like me and relationships and also how I see Trump. It's like, I don't give my power away to him but I have a lot of respect for him. 
And, but do I rely on him? No, like I have to figure it out for me. And I, there's, hi Kevin, you're in the mm-hmm. background, by the way. <laughs> but uh, my yeah, Kevin. So, 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 yeah. <laughs> my Kevin, my <laughs> heaven. Anyway, uh, when it comes down to the uh, December 21st thing, you know what's nuts is that Mars and Pluto have been square. And this whole month, Venus is square Pluto. So when we look at squared aspects, they're basically super challenging and they create a lot of strife and conflict. Mm-hmm. So there is this process people are going through of like their hearts breaking. Like if, if they're going to wake up, it's literally the biggest betrayal ever. It's like... <sighs> I, I, can, I can totally like double down on that one like yeah that that one for sure and i oh, know it's heartbreaking that's why people have resisted it they're like i can't wake up because it's it's like they're trying to keep their body alive that is invested in something and believed in something and then all of a sudden it's like how do you how do you let that go and process through it right and uh and and my that's you know i mean i i i i, I gotta remember you know sometimes i get really frustrated like i said you know i'm like said to kevin i'm like I don't really want to be here anymore, you know, and that's so weak and I didn't really mean it, but it's my heart breaks for these people that really don't mean any harm. They want what we want, but they have no idea, you know, what you know is behind. Sometimes, wait, sorry, Laura, sometimes when you just say that though out loud, like, I just don't want to be here right now. Like sometimes that's just all you need to release the energy. Oh, I know. Just- I'm like, well, it's very therapeutic. <laughs> Yeah. No, but you're still going to get up and you're still going to do it. It's like when you're running a race or you're, you know, I, I remember all the athletic things that I did. I was like, oh my God, I'm just done with this. I can't do this. And it's just like, ooh. And this other like push comes through. It's like, whoa, you know, I mean, that's why I like to call it like being a spiritual athlete. I mean, I might have my moments and I can't even believe I publicly shared because, you know, I'm, it's not how I am. But, uh, no, it's just like in that moment that you just feel like you can't do it, you know, is that extra strength comes in because there's a greater in, in, in intention. And that's why the minute I say something like that, I'm like, oh, honey, please don't take me seriously. You know, I'm just being like a dork here. I'm just really overwhelmed right now. But no, <laughs> it's like, uh, no, I'm working out the spiritual muscles. No, yeah. you know, it's like you're going to shut down our page, me and David Rodriguez. You know, you're going to do all this and that. It's like, no, you only make me louder mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. bitchier and fine. Wait, wait. Anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I think it's just, you know, and that's the whole thing. It's, it's this kind of energy is now just, you know, being met with a deep rooted courage and knowingness within on a cellular level that nothing's going to stop us. And I don't think the energies that are used to being the big bullies and getting what they want are used to this kind of um, pushback. And it's almost like uh, you can almost feel the weakening at the knees is what I just heard. The weakening at the knees of the, uh, the, the, the forces that have always felt like they've been in control this entire time. And that control, like the tower, is crumbling right now because it just can't exist in this kind of frequencies that we're bringing forth. Yeah. And I feel really comfortable with it because I've, I mean, I'm naturally a rebellious person, but I do understand that rebellion can create exhaustion where Mm -hmm. you're fighting something. It's like, I don't want to fight something. I just want to 
be left alone and just be myself. And I, I don't like the fact that I am being judged by my grades, you know, my education. It's like, all yeah. right, this is really whacked. And, and I, and I, you know, was able to, you know, see through it enough, but um, no, it still tarnished like my sense of self, you know? Um, and, you know, I had siblings that were like valedictorians and they were the top of this and top of that. And I was sort of like the middle child and that's fine. It's not their fault. I fucking freaking, excuse me, love my sisters. I mean, they're incredible. But like, I, I always was like, all right, you're the underdog here. What are you gonna do with this, you know? And uh, it's like, it's almost like really surreal to be a public person or mm -hmm. I, I feel like I kind of put myself out there. It's really surreal because I was never uh, given sort of the self-esteem for it. It became more of, I have to do this. It's not about whether I feel good enough or worthy, cause I don't, but the very process of my own healing, you know, is the reason that I put myself out there. It's like, you know, I, I get that this deeper dialogue is going on that we're all struggling with. And I wanna give that a voice. I don't wanna, you know, what, what else am I gonna give a voice to? It's like, and, 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 and but, but it's still catch 22. It's like, no, but I don't wanna be in that feedback loop. But yeah. uh, no, it's like, uh, you know, yeah, it really you, scared me to turn down the Mars thing. So I was like, oh my God, it's like Eisenhower had to make huge decisions that still haunt him. And I get messages all, oh, your great grandfather did this. And oh, you got, I'm like, fuck, do you guys have any idea like, that as, as a little decision that we're making is going to impact thousands of lives? Like, you know, and I feel what we both share in a commonality is we always had humanity's best interests and even our own. Cause that's where, you know, we are all one. Um, and we might've, you know, just made a few mistakes here and there. I it, it's, it's very hard to feel like I'm carrying the burden of those mistakes because my family members don't want to talk about this kind of stuff, but at the same time, they're doing amazing things. But, uh, no, there, the, you know what? I can't stand the spiritual guilt and I like, I, I fall into that. Yeah. So, well, but, but I think my heart intention can maybe cure it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guilt is something that we're all trying to heal. It's, it's a very, gosh, guilt is a pretty low frequency that we all get caught up in, you know, and especially around loss. Um, and, and that's something that we go through as we awaken because we're losing the part of us that we thought was who we are and we are realizing that it's not who we are and then we're also realizing that the connection we thought with our family members isn't as this you know the same now in a sense of like deep understanding or feeling understood you know like there's almost like this there's this difference there and so there's a lot of you know there's guilt like am I you know am I leaving someone behind or am I doing this you know, for the greater good, or am I going to screw up or, you know, all of these different things. I think we all um, go through. And I think people in the chat are just letting you know, we love you, Laura. You're so brave. That's like all the, the they're just saying, oh, thank that's you. Really and well, you know, and like everything you're saying, it's like, I relate to you. Doesn't mean that, you know, every waking moment I can hold that. I mean, it's almost like my penance instead of like sitting there doing the rosary, I process through like it's like I have a life review all the time. It's like, 
I remember being on a plane and I didn't care. It's like, if it crashes, fine. Like I, I'm not afraid of death. I want to be a stunt man. I was like flying off like these cliffs and doing all these crazy. And then I just hit this place where I'm like, oh my God. Oh, wow. Now, now I feel fear. Like, I'm, and I was processing through that. I'm like, wow, it's like literally stopping me in my tracks. Where did that come from? And, but I'm like, no, it's your teacher. You know, like why, why would we want to shame any part of ourselves? But you know, I don't want to like make such great friends with spiritual guilt to the point where it's like, Hey, I'm here. Cause you're, you're my BFF. It's like, no, I'm done. I'm done with it. But that's the funny part that you're saying is like, thank you everybody for being really supportive, but I don't want to, you know, make a statement to myself where I'm like, Oh yeah, no, no, I totally benefit from it. No, I do to a certain degree, but I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. You know, yeah, I lost I a father of my kids. I raised twins by myself and their father and I couldn't save him. It's mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. so, I mean, it goes really deep, but you know, I wouldn't even call the word guilt. I, I think it's like, I, I have a certain standard that I want to, you know, like I raise the bar pretty high on myself. And when something kind of fails, it's not like I feel responsible, but I just wish I could have done better, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, Cassie just dropped this in the in the chat, which I think is really um, it's, it's a great comment. She says we're judged and taught to judge mistakes because our mistakes is how we learn, grow, ascend and flourish. You know, so we're caught we're constantly taught to judge them so that we don't see them as, you know, gifts in a way, you know, gifts of teaching teachers and ability to transcend and alchemize where we're at. So good, good comment there, Cassie, really appreciate it. Yeah, that. no, I mean, that's right on. It's like, I love that part of me because it, it, it literally makes me a better person. Does it mean it's fear? Does it mean I'm really guilty? No, but the fact that I'm processing through it is helping me to be the person that I want to be in this world. I mean, if it wasn't for all these really crazy, like, dark situations. I don't know if I'd be the person I am today. I bless it. That's, that's the alchemy thing that you and I have in common. Adversity is a catalyst for growth. And these are the initiations that are being taken advantage of in our society where, you know, mask yourself and like fear of virus. It's like, wait a second, aren't we supposed to be upgrading right now? Yeah, exactly. And okay, so just before we, we end the show, curious what your intuitive, intuitive, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not perception, but forecast. Yes, intuitive forecast for the effects of the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction on how we're all handling the the C-19 <laughs> and uh also the awakening of humanity. Well, I mean, the planets do not define us and we do not define the planets. There's always going to be multiple like levels of frequency that we connect into. So it's not gonna necessarily play out the same for everybody, but the most dominant energy that I'm feeling, especially December 21st with, Jupiter Saturn conjunction, which is much more concentrated on the Jupiter part instead of the Pluto part, which we uh, experienced earlier this year uh, with the Mars square Pluto and also these aspects to Eros, which is uh, an asteroid connected to uh, 
Cupid and our passions. So people are going to get really fired up, but if that passion is misguided, they might gravitate towards the false solutions, but we're seeing that collapse so hugely right now. Uh, you know, that I, I don't know. I feel really good about this administration. Cause it's kind of like, it's like literally like a firewall or a block to this new world order rollout. And I'm not saying, you know, Oh, you're not going to be able to wake up if you don't support Trump. That's ridiculous. No, I don't. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, once a person gets enough of a clue about what we're really dealing with, they might see him in a better light, but it's really about us and the initiations we're going through. So Jupiter always expands everything it touches. The fact that uh, Saturn is a part of it. If we weren't in like a mind control, like weird world where literally everything can be inverted and twisted, the, the, the first initial reaction is, oh, th this is pivotal to our awakening. It's literally Saturn that's enlightened. Saturn has to do with belief systems, that are based in authority and how we've been conditioned. So when the Aquarius energy comes in, it begins, you know, and, and, and actually in ancient astrology, Saturn and Uranus were the ruler of Aquarius. Saturn was the ruler of Aquarius. Saturn became a dark planet. Saturn turned into this tyrannical control freak, but the true vibration of Saturn is the law of structure and cosmic and natural law are one with each other. So I feel like this is a huge, revelation for a lot of people where they're going to really like feel like oh my god i you know it's like saturn's not bad it's the law of structure but that structure is based in outer authority so if that outer authority is abusive then we're gonna you know feel the dark side of saturn and we're seeing it already in this world so this is a huge opportunity for us to see like wow you know we don't even have to perceive it through you know planets but it's a huge opportunity for us to say the law of structure, which is my physical skeleton, my teeth, because that's what Saturn rules as far as medical astrology is able to be the container for your authentic self. So if we're not able to process that and realize that that's what's coming in, because this is an ascension window period, um, that's when people start to buy into transhumanism and AI. They basically don't recognize, uh, you're literally enlightening your own structure, you know, and overcoming, you know, the fear, you know, and, and a lot of people's fear is, oh, I won't be rewarded. I will, I will, I will be rejected by this outer authority because it's, it, it's been playing a very dark parental role. And that dark parental role has been a terrible, you know, person to be raised by. And uh, so a lot of people, the reason they fear death is because, they don't know how to let go of that. Cause it's like, we, we got adopted by the system. We are all born with like this theft and, 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 and disconnect with the cosmic Trinity, the true divine blueprint of, you know, the divine masculine and feminine and its ability to constantly, you know, create life. You know, we've been given these, you know, and that's why it's like, who cares? You know, Trump doesn't have to be perfect. He's not one of them. That's come on people. And, and fine. It's like, it's not even about that, but yeah. December 21st, there's going to be a, and, and still to this day, Mars square Saturn, Pluto square Mars is creating so much tension in a person's uh, solar plexus that they're either going to 
get further enslaved by that anxiety, or they're going to allow that anxiety to bring in the downloads and the awakening that the, these times are all about. Uh, and, and yeah, by December 21st, you know, people should feel very solid in a very, very positive, you know, timeline, but you have to recognize that it's not going to be handed to you. It's, it's an inner initiation. You have to, it doesn't mean you have to go through the jargon of the soul. I mean, you know, there's no way to define it for somebody, but you have to understand, or we have to understand that these greater energies are helping us to rise to the occasion where, you know, it might start with a little bit of anger because that Mars square Pluto, mm-hmm. but where's that anger taking you into your sovereignty, into your authenticity, Yeah, you know, where you refuse yeah. to be told how to be and what to do. You know, and when there's enough of an uprising of people that are willing to do that, it's not rebellion. That's why this period is called the Great Awakening. Yeah, and I think that that's great because I think, you know, anger is sometimes misunderstood in that sometimes it's a great catalyst and energizer to finally do what you've been dragging your heels or wait sitting on your laurels that you should have been doing a long time ago, but you just needed a little bit of courage and you just needed a little bit of like, you know, maybe, maybe you need a permission slip from everyone around you. Who's also doing the same thing. But at the end of the day, um, I think that we can use that kind of energy to catapult us and to energize us into, like you said, some sort of initiation of awakening that I think is definitely coming in and it's going to be kicking off what I love is that this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction is kicking off Saturn's rule into Aquarius, you know, which is of higher learning and bringing in the authority of the higher self versus the authority of the things outside of you. And yeah. so either way, no matter what people are perceiving, they're going to start connecting with that on some level. And if they're not, then they're going to be going through some more suffering and, and trauma, which is the is the path of choice of that that soul and that's a that's fine um we all you know to be quite honest my deepest sufferings have produced my greatest wisdoms and potential uh it's awakened that for me so we can't pretend to protect people from their own suffering and pain because it's often the catalyst needed for awakening and for someone to finally open their eyes yeah you just nailed it right there exactly right yeah. No, it's a huge part of it. But when it becomes like a way of life where you literally subscribe to it to the point where, you know, it's either going to trigger a huge awakening and an acceptance, or it's going to shut you down even more because you're going to look for that outer savior or that pharmaceutical or that thing to, you know, take away the pain when literally you, you you're allowing yourself to be asleep you know, because you don't want to experience the pain and the pain is a teacher. It's, it doesn't mean that you need to suffer with pain, but it's got messages and it needs mm-hmm. to be listened to. It's, it's a messenger. And when we, you know, want to negate it and go on stuff that takes us away from it. I mean, it's like, gosh, do we build muscle with grace and ease? No, not all the time. You know, if you want to summit Everest, you might have like shin splints and have sore muscles. You know, it's the pain that we don't feel we signed up for that feels like an invasion. That's understandable, you know? And so we're dealing with, you know, a lot of uh, exposure of abuses, but, you know, at the same time, you know, we have to understand as humans, I don't know. I don't want to just be like, no pain, no gain, or you got to have pain, have gain. 
but you know, the pain can dissolve really quick and become a jewel of wisdom, you know, when you're willing to listen, you know, we're not subject to having to be, you know, tortured and in suffering. It literally, if we can take that energy that's trying to do that and open our minds up to the multidimensional parts of ourselves, uh, we literally intimidate it and, uh, you know, we, we break down the barriers. So there's this weird, like fallen star. Like there's this red thing in the sky right now that I've just noticed, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's okay to feel like a victim, but at the same time, it opens up a door for us to be in our greatest strength. It, so it does. It we have does. to embrace like those times where we feel real weak and, and realize that our unconditional love towards our weaknesses is what is making us badass warriors. Yeah, sure is. You know, pain is an activator, whether we like it or not, it's an activator. <laughs> so <laughs> embrace yeah. it. One of the things I really learned through being super inflexible in my, you know, throughout my entire life and then trying yoga and realize, oh, wow, I keep wanting to resist this pain. I keep not wanting to like go into it. You know, it's this stretch is too painful for me. And then I realized, what if I just embrace it? What if I just allow myself to feel it and not judge it and not make it like this bad thing? And then all of a sudden I move through it like, like so easily. And all of a sudden I became more flexible, like in a breath. And so, you know, we can do that with our pain. Essentially, we can we, we literally can alchemize it through the embracing and accepting and honoring of what's trying to come to the surface. I mean, it's trying to come to the surface. So let yeah. it come to the surface and then release it. Right, right. It's like the pain of like busting through a cocoon or the pain of like going through the birth canal. It's like, no, but it'd be a lot less painful if you could just trust a little bit. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, people feel very resentful because they've lost trust and mm-hmm. it's multi-generational. It's like, wow, you know, you really couldn't count on this to the point where we actually have self-doubt in these great initiations. Like, like, like instead of being able to go through it, it's like, oh, well, let's let this belief system outside of myself define it. And, and we got to let go of that because, you know, th- this is very organic. It's very, very much how we're built. This is the truth of how we operate is we're always going to be seeking homeostasis and balance. And, and we need to trust our life experiences enough to you know, honor the greater teaching that it gives, no matter how negative, positive, or whatever, because you know, integration of polarity is you know, the best way to go. And when we look at the system, it's, 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 it's seeking to polarize us so that we, we form an identity around our process to the point where, you know, we, we, we just keep missing the mark. And I mean, why do we keep incarnating here? I feel like, you know, it's, it's just to get the point. And what is the awakening? No, it's not being all knowing and enlightened and levitating. It's, it's loving yourself enough to give credit to your life journey and to really actually give it respect and listen to it. Right. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, absolutely. Loving your own life journey. I love that. Like, that's really what it's all about down here. It's it's quite simple, you know, although, of course, the human mind wants to make it extremely complex and multilayered and, um, you know, indistinguishable. Well, they build educational systems and universities around this. They're yeah. like, oh, wow, yeah. a vulnerable human. Like I said, you know, does a dolphin have to learn how to be a dolphin? Does it go to school to learn how to be a dolphin? 
or a whale. I mean, do you see a chipmunk like sitting there, like mm-hmm. trying to learn how to be a chipmunk? <laughs> I mean, it's like we're, yeah. we're literally like we're literally being separated from ourselves through the educational systems. That's why like later on, I pat myself on the back. I'm glad I failed every test, but at the same time, it's like, all right, fine. I have dyslexia, I have ADD, whatever. <laughs> but you know, it's- well, it's great to be able to, I mean, I, I, I don't think anybody should be like, oh, I did yeah. really well in school and now I, you know, now it's all bullshit. No, you know, take that education, but open up the lid, expand yourself into, uh, you know, these greater sciences that remind us that, you know, we are alchemists. We are connected to that zero point energy. So yeah, I mean, I'm really feeling into that, you know, December 21st. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts though, because I know you understand all this. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, like I said, what I got was that ancient activations, ancient assistance and awakening more star codes because, you know, not only are we getting like the brightest star in the sky with Saturn and Jupiter coming together on that very auspicious day, but when you think about it, Aquarius is represented by the star card in the tarot deck. So we almost have a double star action happening on that day. So I just feel like it's double the star power. So double the healing, double the, um, double the, you know, the star card also represents fame, you know, it can represent fame, but I don't think it's, when I say that for everyone in the chat and on who's listening here on the show, is that it's more of like, you finally embrace yourself enough that you're willing to put yourself out on this world stage. You're willing to let your star shine. You're not gonna hold back anymore and you're gonna let that Jupiter energy really allow it to expand out. So that's kind of what I'm getting. Yeah, didn't mean to jump in, but yeah, you just nailed it. It's like, we're resetting the Saturn uh, structure where it used to be abusive authority and how it's conditioned people, Mm -hmm. you know, especially how it has groomed individuals to play a Hollywood role or a political role or religious role. You know, it's literally helping everybody to say, wow, wow. Okay. That falsity is crumbling, right? With the tower. And uh, which is definitely connected to Uranus, you know, the planet of extremes, but it impacts our nervous energy, our nervous system. And uh, it really turns the lights on. It's literally like out with the old, in with the new. And if you're going to bypass this opportunity to really heal and grow during this time, yeah, you might be assimilated into the AI and you might end up being a Zeta fucking gray reptilian, whatever. And you might have to abduct people later to just make (laughs) up for that freaking mistake because why would they be abducting? Why would these beings Mm -hmm. that lost all reproductive capacity you know, isn't like a necessity, but it's the creative energy mm-hmm. and the integration of polarity. They're like, no, 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 let's only focus on the intellect. And, and but so many of them like, were like, oh, we don't want to serve these like masters anymore. We don't realize on a human level that our own uh, inability to be comfortable with the whole concept of extraterrestrials is because it's way too triggering to people's like shadow work. It's like, oh yeah, cause you could become a gray alien and, and, and turn into an EBE, all right? Because if you could continue to watch TV and believe in the system and fear disease and fear a virus, you're literally digressing, you know? And what does that look like? We've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> That's 
that's what these aliens are doing. But no, not the more benevolent ones, but you know, and it's fine. It's like, you know, there's nothing but unconditional love. So Eisenhower was caught in that trap of, oh, you know, you got to help us save the dying race. People don't, you know, understand that these agendas, you know, existed long before him. But yeah, I could, I know we've been on the phone for a while and I don't want to over stress anybody out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think you're stressing anyone out here. Um, I think that we've got incredible times. And like we said, I think 2020 has just been one badass tower year. Uh, and interestingly enough, a lot of the readings lately, like my, in my own readings that I've been doing on my channel um, and for like my clients, it just seems like right now we're going through a massive tower like period. It just seems the tower is the theme of everyone's life, like major upheaval, things falling apart, you know, something's coming in to completely destroy an old structure. But, you know, like you were saying, that Uranus energy that we're about to go into when Saturn moves into Aquarius and Jupiter moves into Aquarius is as much as it is the planet of, um, uh, change, sudden change and, um, you know, rebellion. It's also the planet of liberation. Right, and exactly. we yeah. uh, have an opportunity here to really take on the lessons that Saturn's bringing forth for our liberation and expand upon them through Jupiter. So I just want to say thank you so much, Laura, for giving me your time and hanging out with me tonight and everyone in the chat. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you here on the show. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know, that that's it right there. It's like, there's always going to be a shadow side to every planet. The darkest side of Saturn is tyranny and control. The highest vibration of Uranus is liberation, but the shadow side of Uranus is potentially like looking to external sources to be the technological upgrade when we are the greatest technology and mm -hmm. we need to upgrade our DNA and, and not forget who we are and what we're truly made of. And so, you know, it's going to affect people differently and there's going to be a lot of crisis and even like acting out, you know, with some of these aspects that, you know, create, you know, sort of violence when those energies can be harnessed to ignite the greater passion of your purpose and your truth and, you know, why you came here. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a cheerleader for the human race. I mean, and thank you so much, Nicole, for having me. It's a oh, please. It's all it's all my pleasure and an honor. And I always love your energy here. You were super fun tonight. Super real cracking everyone up brought your comedy as always, which we love. So thanks so much for being you. And um, guys in the audience, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your support every week. Uh, again, all of uh, the information to connect with uh, Laura is Oh, I just lost Laura. Um, <laughs> let me just do this really quickly. Um, so all of the information is in the, um, is in the, the description below to, uh, connect with Laura, to go to her website or connect with her on her YouTube channel. She's always putting out great stuff. And, uh, guys, uh, we will see you next week, every Tuesday here at 6 PM mountain time. So 8 PM Eastern on the YouTube channel. And then I upload everything into iTunes and Spotify right after. Thank you so much for your support and I'll be back with you guys next time.
Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.